0: Hi, how's it going? Uh, this is Elena. <laughs> Welcome to Along Came English. It's been a few months since my last upload at the end of November. Uh, I got pretty busy with work and with preparing for my trip. Uh, so I resigned from my regular job, sold my car, uh, packed most of my stuff for storage, gave away a lot of stuff, and moved out. Uh, so I really big right now uh, now that i'm talking about it but the whole process was very routine actually i had a list of things to do and just gradually ticked them off i spent a month in malaysia to spend chinese new year with my family it's the year of the pig which is the 12th animal of the 12 year cycle of the chinese zodiac sign uh, next year will be the year of the rat if you're interested in knowing more about chinese new year or Lunar New Year. Uh, I did a podcast about that uh, in episode three, so do check that out. So now I'm in Japan. I'm going to be here for a few months traveling around the country. So when I have the time and space to to do a podcast, I'll try to get one done. All right, so today I thought I would talk about charities, which are also known as non-profit or not-for-profit organizations. Basically, a charity is an organization that provides help or raises money for those in need. Another term associated with charities are non-governmental organizations, or NGOs for short. Basically, it's just an organization that's independent of the government. The charity sector in Australia is huge, with about 80% of the population giving to charities in 2016. Australia also ranked third among over 140 countries on the World Giving Index, which is a global index of donations, volunteering, and generosity. Australia ranked third after Myanmar and the USA. And personally, I've donated to a charity for a number of years before, and I also worked as a fundraiser for months, so I'll talk more about them later on. Now in everyday general English the terms uh non profit organization and not for profit org- not for profit uh are used interchangeably. And NGOs are often charities. Uh but when I did a Google search, there were slight differences that came up due to legal definitions uh of different countries, uh how they use their income, how they are taxed or not, etc. So I won't go into all the details because well, you'll get too complicated, so I'll keep it simple by just using the word charity here. So let's first look at the word charity. And charity, like most English words, have a few different meanings. Uh, So firstly, it refers to kindness and compassion towards others. And this definition isn't very common nowadays unless you have a Christian background. And I see this in old uh, English translations of the Bible, where the newer translations now use the word love instead. So, for example, in the book uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, there is a verse that says, love never fails. But in the older translation, it states, uh, charity never faileth." Another meaning uh, of charity refers to the voluntary giving of help, or the act of giving. And the last definition, which I mentioned earlier, uh, charity or charities, uh, refers to organizations that provide uh, help or raise money for those in need. So this will be the focus of this episode. Uh, So let's look at some relevant terms. Cause, as a noun, not a verb, refers to a principle or a purpose. Or you can think of an issue that you might want to support. A Charity would usually have a cause as the purpose of their organization. Uh, A cause, on the other hand, uh, may not always be charitable. Uh, You can support a cause or a charity, which simply implies that you're giving to them financially or maybe volunteering. Uh, Raise awareness is an expression to mean to increase the knowledge of a certain issue or cause. Fundraising refers to the process of gathering money or raising money. Uh, It's pretty common nowadays to have fundraising events like dinner parties, charity runs, uh, which are marathons to set up to raise money for a particular charity or cause. A fundraiser is a person who is raising money. A fundraising campaign is a planned set of activities in order to raise money. And this might include uh, calling prospective donors, uh, sending mail, organizing events, etc. Donation refers to the gift of money or goods, usually to a charity. And donations can also be referred to as gifts or contributions. To donate is the verb. A donor is a person who donates. Uh, Now this sounds quite similar to charity, uh, the act of giving but they're not synonymous. Uh, Donations refer to objects being given and charity refers to the act of it. Um, A bequest is the act of legally giving personal property or financial assets to someone when you die. And this is done through a legal document called a will, which is done while you're alive and then comes into effect when you die. And a bequest can be made to family, friends, institutions, or a charity. To bequeath is the verb form, and that's to leave uh, something to someone by a will. And finally, volunteer can be a noun or a verb, and this is when a person works for an organization for free. Now, some different types of charities include uh, religious organizations like the Salvation Army, Uh, although a lot of what they do is social welfare, uh, education, animal welfare. uh, For example, RSPCA, uh, which stands for the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, is a charity that originated in England. Uh, Environmental Protection, uh, for example, the World Wildlife Fund. uh, Although, interestingly, the panda, which is the logo for the fund, is no longer considered endangered, but vulnerable, which is pretty awesome. Um, Health, health charities, uh, art and culture uh, for museums and art galleries, and social welfare like uh, family violence support organisations. Now, the charity I'd previously supported for a number of years was the Fred Hollows Foundation, which I mentioned briefly in episode 13 about eyes and eyesight. It's named after a famous Australian-New Zealand ophthalmologist. Um, I was giving to them for a number of years. Uh, I remember vaguely that I was walking in the city one day, and a very cheerful blonde lady came up to me and started uh, talking to me about Fred Hollows and what they do. And I was very willing uh, to sign up uh, for regular donations, and that was kind of it. I mean, the the lady didn't really have to work very hard at uh, persuading me to give to their charity, and. Personally, I don't have any uh, attachment to any cause. I just think that they're all good causes and therefore I'm already inclined uh, to give a little bit. And one of the things that I like about this charity is that they invest in education and training from local communities. And I find that important because I believe that skills are a more important asset than money. Uh, it's one thing to send trained professionals to a community in need, but without educating or training local people, it creates dependence. And when they have to go home, it creates a gap. So asset in this context means uh, benefit or advantage, uh, something that is considered useful or valuable. And it can also mean uh, any resource with an economical value owned by a person or a company, which can be things like a property or a savings Uh, which is money saved at a bank. Um, So I was a monthly donor and the charity set up a direct debit, which they took a small amount every month from my bank account. A direct debit is an arrangement made with a bank, allowing a company to withdraw money from an account on agreed dates. And usually this is set up for monthly subscription services or paying bills. But in this case, this was with regular donations. And on a yearly basis, uh, Fred Hollis would call me asking me to increase my monthly giving. And when I signed up to be a regular donor, I gave them my contact details, of course, uh, so that they can send me any updates, yearly reports, uh, send my tax-exempt receipt, and of course, call me. Uh, So thankfully, they didn't Call me that often, uh, it's usually once a year to ask me to increase my donations, and most of the time I declined because I was happy with the amount of my regular donation. A tax exempt receipt is a statement from the charity that confirms the money given qualifies me for a tax deduction so that I'm eligible to pay less less tax and it's actually a pretty good incentive to donate to charities if they're eligible for tax deduction. Um, A tax deduction means that you pay less tax, Uh, but what it really means is that your taxable income is reduced and therefore you pay less. Now, in this context, of course, a donation refers to something monetary, uh, money, but there are many charities that receive items like old clothes uh, or non-perishable foods as donations. And the Salvation Army uh, is an example of this. Uh, This is an international church uh, and also a charitable organization, which uh, in Australia we call Salvos for short. And they have secondhand shops where people can donate their old clothes and furniture. And in Australia and also New Zealand, we call them Op Shops, uh, which is short for Opportunity Shops. And These are shops operated by a charity to sell donated items at a low price, and you might have heard of them being called a thrift shop, uh, which is also the name of a famous song by Mack and Ryan Lewis. Now the Salvation Army uh, provides a service where you can arrange for them to pick up any secondhand furniture, off decent condition of course. Um, A while ago I called them to pick up a very heavy sideboard with an attached mirror, And we moved it to the front of the property for them to pick up, but they uh, disappeared the next day uh, before the salvos had even come. So yeah, apparently if you dump stuff at the front of your property and throw away, sometimes people come along to pick them up. Yeah, so one man's rubbish is another man's treasure. Uh, And there are many different types of fundraisers. Uh, You might see them on streets, either trying to sign people up or collect donations. And they might organize charity events or sell products. Now, I worked in a contact center where I would call people and try to persuade people to donate. And the company I worked for was quite interesting because it provided a contact service for other charities. So in any given shift, I might be calling donors and potential donors on behalf of a few different charities. Now, I only worked there for a month uh, because I found it very mentally and emotionally draining uh, It's a job where you get rejected a lot. And you also need to meet your target. So it, it takes a certain type of person, I feel, to continue that kind of work. And it sounds very uh, similar to telemarketing, which is a type of direct marketing uh, where a salesperson will cold, cold call uh, prospective customers to sell products or services. And cold calling is when you call strangers. Uh, Now, I've never worked as a commercial uh, telemarketer before, but I have worked in a call center where we had to cold call people, asking them to participate in surveys to collect information for social research. And in Australia, uh, there is a do not call register, where you can register your number to prevent telemarketers from calling you. However, uh, because I did not work for a telemarketing company, company uh, we could legally cold call people asking for donations or invite them uh, to participate in surveys so yeah uh, do not call register is not foolproof anyway working for a contact center uh, providing a service to charities has given me some insight into the business of donations and i don't want to diminish the value of what fundraisers do because donations are vital to the operation of many charities, and calling people is very effective for that. At the end of the day, uh, for me, it was a job. I was selling the cause of the charity to whoever I was talking to, and if I was successful in getting a donation, I would then get a commission. And a commission in this context uh, refers to a sum or bonus paid to the agent involved in a transaction and during our training we were taught uh, sales techniques in the form of scripts which are texts written for specific charities and specific scenarios and if you've ever had a phone call from a charity organization uh, that's the reason why they speak so fast (laughs) uh, because they're reading from a script and they have to share a story about a person that they're helping and the importance of what they're doing uh, before finally asking for money. And unfortunately there have also been cases of scams. Uh, Scam means fraud or a dishonest scheme and can be used as a noun or a verb. Scammers uh, will call strangers um, asking for donations uh, for a fake charity just to get their credit card details. Uh, Of course scammers won't just use a charity as a fake story, Uh, they might pretend to be calling from a bank or the police. Now of course uh, there is also the issue of being hired by a charity, uh, meaning that a significant portion of the donation is paid to the company, which might sound alarming at first, but most large charities have operating expenses and calling for donations might be part of it. Now. If you so happen to receive a phone call from a charity, as annoying as it might be to you, uh, you can always interrupt them and ask them to get straight to the point, politely of course. Um, or you can always just hang up, uh, there's no need to get upset or angry, because at the end of the day they're just doing a job, uh, which is actually for a good cause. and. Being on the Do Not Call register doesn't cover charities, uh, but what you can do is ask them to call you back less often, like once a year, or ask them to remove your number from the system. Um, They might try to convince you otherwise, but you can be firm in a polite manner. (laughs) Now, if you're inclined to donate some money uh, but are not comfortable giving your credit card details over the phone, uh, you can always donate through their website. It it means the fundraiser won't get a commission. And they might try to convince you otherwise, of course. Uh, but at least the donation goes to the charity. Now, let's move on to volunteering. Uh, so I've done some volunteering before and have generally been in churches. And depending on the roles, some require more commitment than others. And the roles I've done have generally been quite easy, uh, greeting people customer service or even help move things around and usually they require half a day to a day per week and I've had previously applied to uh, provide support as a friend or a kind of buddy to individuals in the community but I didn't really go through with it I can't really remember why the thing with volunteering I've realized is that because it lacks monetary incentive The environment tends to be more relaxed, uh, maybe even a little less time efficient. I've also volunteered at an environmental NGO uh, when I was at university for like a month. And the reason why I joined at the time was really because I was studying environment and sustainability at university and wanted to get my foot in the door, meaning that I wanted to enter an industry or business at a low level with a chance of success in the future, Um, not that I did much with it anyway. All I did there was to do some research about different organisations and compiled it into a spreadsheet, and also the office was in the city and I had to travel in from the suburbs, so it was not the most exciting job, and the trouble of getting there for a volunteer position kind of wasn't worth it. So. Yeah, in general, um, volunteers really need to be motivated uh, to continue volunteering because it can be quite time consuming. It often requires you to sacrifice your free time, which is usually quite precious if you work full time or study full time. Yeah, but otherwise it, it can be a pretty fulfilling experience to meet other people who are like minded and believe in the same cause as you do. Alright, well let's talk about charities in Australia, and some of the following information comes from Australian Charities and Not-for-Profits Commission. Uh, There are currently over 54,000 charities in Australia, and this sounds like a lot considering that Australia only has a population of 24 million, but the USA has approximately 1.2 million charities for a population of approximately 321 million. So if we compare the number of charities to their respective populations, uh, Australia has one registered charity for every 440 people, whilst the USA has one charity for every 268 people. So of course, uh, not all of these 54,000 charities in Australia will utilise cold calling as part of their fundraising campaign. In fact, it really depends on the type of charity and the kind of revenue they get. So revenue means the total income of an organization. Uh, Some are only run by volunteers without any funding or revenue. And then there are very large organizations with complicated business structures and operations with millions of dollars in revenue. And a majority of Australian registered charities are small and are entirely run by volunteers. Fred Hollows Foundation would be considered a minority as a large organization. In 2017, they had a total revenue of just under $85 million. Uh, that's Australian dollars. And this is a significant amount of money, but their total expenditure was just under $87 million for the same year, with a deficit of $2 million. So deficit means an excess of expenditure over the income in a given period I know it sounds very technical doesn't it the Salvation Army in Australia uh, also a very large organization had a total revenue in 2017 of 420 million Australian dollars with total expenses at just under 394 million no deficit yeah so yeah so the large organizations have a lot of money uh, but they also spend a lot, of course. There are some more vocabulary uh, related to promoting social welfare. So here's uh, a list of them. humanitarian, sorry, Humanitarianism, which refers to the promotion of human welfare and active belief in the value of human life. Humanitarian refers to the person. Uh, Altruism is the promotion of the well-being of others, sometimes at a cost or risk. And we tend to describe people with uh, the adjective altruistic. Activism is the use of vigorous campaigning to bring about political or social change. Uh, Activist refers to the person. And philanthropy, philanthropy, Is the desire to promote the welfare of others, especially by generous donation of money to good causes. And people who do this are usually called philanthropists. Um, All relate to the promotion of social welfare, but with slight differences, of course. Uh, So humanitarianism is a pretty encompassing term uh, because it refers to the belief. Philanthropists, like Bill Gates, uh, founder of Microsoft are usually filthy rich. <laughs> yeah, sorry. When I say filthy rich, I don't, I don't mean it in a bad way. I, I guess I'm using it quite casually um, as a slang term. Yeah, please, please don't misunderstand. Um, I'm not insinuating <laughs> any kind of illegal illegal activity in any way. Bill Gates' net worth as of 2019 is just under a hundred billion U.S. dollars, but The amount of gifts uh, that he's given to charities uh, totals to about 50 billion. Philanthropists are usually humanitarian, uh, but not all humanitarians are rich philanthropists. Another famous philanthropist is Warren Buffett, uh, who has given away more than 46 billion US dollars since 2000, and he's considered one of the most successful investors in the world. And is the third wealthiest person in the world. He has a net worth of uh just under eighty five billion u s dollars as of twenty nineteen uh j. k. Rowling, also another famous philanthropist uh, author of Harry Potter, apparently had lost her billionaire status after giving away much of her earnings to charity. but her current net worth uh as of twenty nineteen is about one billion. Now, although activism is related to philanthropy in that they both work toward promoting social welfare, activism is about direct involvement. And quite often activists will participate in demonstrations, uh, protests, maybe participate in something illegal in certain countries, whereas uh, philanthropy is about donating money. Now, a famous activist, Uh, is Nelson Mandela. Uh, He was the first black president of South Africa from 1994 to 1999. And his government dismantled the apartheid, uh, which was a system of racial segregation that privileged white people. However, before that, he was arrested several times, uh, imprisoned for 27 years because of the protests and campaigns he was involved with. And eventually he was released. Uh, Now, activists are often considered altruistic, uh, because activism can have certain risks and costs. Uh, Quite often they're considered controversial, uh, depending on which side of the story you listen to, and Nelson Mandela was definitely one. On the other hand, uh, philanthropists are not, not usually, uh, sometimes they are, but not usually controversial. You may consider them altruistic, but most people won't willingly admit that because, well, at the end of the day, they're still rich. (laughs) Anyway, I think that's all. Um, I hope this was helpful for you, Uh, talking about charities. I'll post the vocabulary list on the website in the next few days. But yeah, have a good day. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you later. Bye! (laughs)